Welcome to Ask the Expert, a daily series from 8.30 to 9am to help small businesses. Ask any questions in the comments or hashtag QBAT on Twitter. If you need any more advice, please join the official Intuit QuickBooks SMB community group on Facebook. Accountants and business experts are on hand 24-7. QuickBooks also have a dedicated COVID-19 information site. Just go to the QuickBooks website, scroll down a little bit, and click on the big Learn More button under the header Support for You and Your Business During COVID-19. So I'm Ariona. I am the Managing Director of Majors Accounts. Um, I am a qualified, chartered, certified accountant. In terms of my academic background, I have a master's in accounting and finance, a master's degree in law in international banking and finance, and I've recently just completed a postgraduate diploma in strategic finance with the University of Oxford. It's safe to say that studying is my passion, but I plan to leave it there now. I think that's enough. Um, I am also a member of the QuickBooks Accountants Council. I am a member of ACCA's UK Practitioner Panel Network and ACCA's SME Global Forum. I've been working in practice now for 13 years alongside my studies, which has been great in insurance, ensuring that I've really enhance my studies back to the experience from small practice, where you really get to see everything, how a business works, how it functions, the pain points, investigating ways of trying to resolve issues and provide solutions, and helping businesses find ways to grow and really become more profitable. So Majors Accounts, who are we? We are a small accountancy practice based in South East London. We're providing space to we're providing support, sorry, to businesses in the SME space, whether they're owner-managed, limited companies, or self-employed. We have around 50-50 split between the two. Um, we have clients in a range of different industries, namely construction, hospitality, financial services, IT hairdressers, barbers, nurseries, pubs, bars, restaurants. I mean, the list really goes on. Um, since becoming managing director, I have spearheaded and implemented a digitalization strategy within the business of becoming a paperless office. Um, proud to say that we are now there. We are a QuickBooks online only practice. Um, so becoming experts in one software rather than many um, but we now do everything online using an array of really amazing apps which all feed into QuickBooks which help to elevate the experience for our clients and our staff so they're using the cutting edge technology really and becoming ahead of our game. Clients now do not need to come and see us if they do not want to so there's a convenience and time saving Everything can be done online via video conferencing or telephone or so on. And it allows for our national reach and soon to be global reach. I mean, we have clients from Ireland all the way down to the Isle of Wight. And the idea with, with this strategy is to bring the accountant and client relationship closer. We are a family-run practice. So treating clients and family um, clients and staff like family is really important to us. It's one of our core values. And we believe that this really helps to build an excellent rapport, um, give a more personalized service, coupled with expertise built up from years of experience and with the idea that technology will bring us closer so we can become virtual finance directors for our clients. 
Uh, now, our efforts have not gone unnoticed. Uh, Majors accounts have been nominated for, internet, for Independent Firm of the Year, Greater London, by the British Accountancy Awards for the last two years in a row. We featured in the Parliamentary Review magazine showcasing best practice in our industry. And I myself have been nominated for a few awards from the Women in Accounting and Finance Awards 2020, which are due to happen this year, but I guess we'll wait and see um, with that one. So COVID-19, at the forefront of everybody's minds, um, it's brought great distress to everyone worldwide, not just health-wise, but businesses have been affected massively. Many have had to close, many are not generating income, and no one really knows still what's going to happen and how long this will last. Not many have planned effectively. I mean, how can you really predict a global pandemic, right? Um, but many businesses do not have adequate cash reserves to be able to continue trading. And many don't know, once this is all over, whether they will have a business to go back to or not, which is a really scary thought. And the UK economy obviously has been hit massively. Businesses now in this time have to think of ways to really pivot their business in order to survive. And some have done this well, some are not sure how they can do this. Now, there are government reliefs available and uh, funding available to help businesses to continue trading. There have been quite a few recent updates since the last time we spoke, um, namely some of the, the main ones have been the changes to the furlough scheme, which was announced recently. So originally the furlough scheme was due to run until the end of June, but this has now been extended to the end of October. We do know that in for the month of July, the same terms will apply. So um, employees will get 80% of their pay if they're not able to go back to work um, because of coronavirus. But after this time, um, we do believe that this will be reduced and staff will be encouraged to go back to work part-time and the employers will be expected to subsidise some of these, um, some of their wages. So the percentage from the government will be reduced. We don't know exactly how much that's going to be yet or how it's going to work exactly, but we do believe that we will get more guidance by the end of this month. Another scheme that was launched this week was the Self-Employment Income Support Scheme, which uh, launched on the 13th of May. Self-employed individuals can obtain up to £2,500 per month from the government for a period of three months maximum, so a maximum of £7,500 um, if they have been adversely affected by coronavirus. Now, the application takes about five to ten minutes online. It's really simple. Accountants can't do it. The individual must do it. They need their national insurance number and UTR. They log on, they'll see if they're eligible. If they are, they will be given a date from which they can apply. Now, this will be ranging from 13th to the 18th of May. Don't apply. try and apply before this. I, I believe the reason it's being done like this is so HMRC can cope with the demand. Um, so please do stick to that date. And also bounce back loans, which were introduced um, this week as well. So up to a maximum of £50,000 um, loan, not grant, um, is being provided by banking institutions. Um, usually you have to apply with your own bank account, with your own bank that you bank with. But that depends on um, banking institutions have allowed for new customers to sign up um, and be able to get this bounce back loan. 
it, it is interest free for the first 12 months and after that it can run up to six years at two and a half percent interest rate so it's pretty good if you really need to consider before you get it whether you can afford to pay it back once this is all over because at the end of the day it is a loan but you do have that 12 month period of not having to pay back anything to the bank so if you see that you don't need it you've got the option to pay it back or continue um, with paying the loan Another scheme that has come in place is the business rates grants. There have been a few businesses which have fallen through the cracks and not um, been able to get the advantages from these schemes, which the government has identified. And they have said that they will uh, subsidise businesses that haven't been able to benefit from this. So um, I think we'll move to questions now because I see them coming in. We have Elizabeth from Twitter, she says, as a totally paperless office, how do you stay compliant with data storage rules? Thank you, Elizabeth. I mean, that's a great question. Um, So with us, we have our own portal. So no data really comes out through email or anything like that. So fully GDPR, we know that data is a huge issue at the moment. Everything is saved all within our own kind of server. And then the only information that goes out which has sensitive information on it does go through our portal. John from Facebook Messenger says, Hi, Ariana. Before furlough was introduced, we regrettably let some of our staff go in fear of business closure. Is there anything we can do with those employees? Now furlough seems to be here for longer. So, hi, John. Um, you can. It depends on when they were let go. So if they were on your payroll in February and then you let them go after this time, you can you do have the option to re-employ them and put them through the furlough scheme, but you need to make sure they're at least declared and on your payroll by the on the 28th of February. Otherwise you can continue applying for a furlough scheme for those particular employees. If they did Unfortunately, if they were let go later um, than the 19th of March, it's a bit more difficult, but you can still re-employ them then. But you need to make sure the main thing is that they were on the payroll in February to show that they were employees previously before this all happened. So we've got Adam from Facebook Messenger. Morning, Ariana. Nice to see you back on the expert. Thank you. Um, Do you know if an employee on sick leave who is self-isolating can be furloughed? So it really depends on which order, um, but they can be. So there are people who have been furloughed and then become sick after, and they can continue with the furlough scheme. If they are on sick leave, you can claim the sick leave, and then if they need to be on furlough, you can continue with the furlough scheme after this. But definitely speak to your accountant. They will be able to provide you with more information because these are just technical points, but yes, you can do both. Um, Lisa from Twitter says, wow, inspiring background you have, Ariana. Thank you so much. Do you have any tips with best practices of implementing a digitalization strategy? This is a very, um, it's a topic that's very close to my heart because I started the digitalization strategy two and a half years ago. And before I started it, there wasn't kind of much in the space that that kind of talked about this. It was still a bit of a a myth amongst accountants. And um, I didn't have too much guidance to go on. But QuickBooks, to be honest, helped me massively in this process. But one thing is, you know, I was really scared. Am I doing the right thing? Are clients going to be able to cope with this change? Are 
are the staff going to be able to cope with this change? Because don't forget, you're moving from a traditional practice to a completely paperless, digital practice with all sorts of apps. Maybe you were using just one. I mean, we were a Sage-only practice before, so everything was on desktop. If we needed to do something, we had to go into the office to do it. Um, whereas now, you know, we can access everything from anywhere, which has been amazing, especially in this time with coronavirus. We were able to pick up where we left off, to be honest. Um, you know, we had everything in the office. All staff were unable to come into the office, so they continued working from home. And we've been able to get all of our work done staff transitioned really well I was worried whether they were going to or not because you know this is the first time that they were working alone so it's gone really well I think the problem is the main problem is in the accountant's mindset I know I was there myself before um, and if I hadn't have been so hesitant maybe I'd have got there a lot quicker um, but it, it is trial and error but if anyone wants any guidance please do get in touch and um, I will help where I can. We have Harry from Facebook Messenger. Will an employee continue to accrue paid holiday entitlement based on their normal wage during the furlough leave? Um, yes, they can. HMRC have said that they can extend and carry over holiday entitlement if they want for up to two years after all this is over. But they will, if they want to take holiday leave, like days off, they can if they want to, but many are not going to want to use their holidays whilst they're on furlough anyway. So they will carry these over, I imagine. But yeah, they can do after for a period of two years after this. We have a question from Tanaz from Twitter. I'm about to turn 40 and was thinking of switching career to become an accountant. It sounds like it took you a really long time to get where you are and you went to top institutions. Is it too late for me? Is there a fast track route to accountancy? Taz, it feels like it took me forever. <laughs> um, but I, so I'll give you a little bit of background. I have, while studying, I worked the whole time. I also have a small daughter as well. So she was about 18 months when I, when I started my career. So it was difficult, but it can be done. But I think more what I use as an inspiration to everybody. My father actually started the practice 14 years ago. He was 36. He had a family of six at the time to keep. And he was studying and he changed career completely because he used to be a major in the army previously. So you can imagine quite a switch in career. And it was difficult, but you persevere and it can be done. So from the age of 36 to starting accountancy and to where he is now with the practice that we've built up now, we've got nearly, you know, nearly 20 people in our practice. As long as you work at it, it can be done. I don't believe it's ever too late, but you really have to be dedicated and you will get that as with anything in life. So, but anyway, it's never too late. If you want any help with that, please do contact me. Simon from Facebook Messenger says, if I'm a company director, am I eligible for self-employed scheme? If not, what support is there out there for company directors? Unfortunately, this is one of the areas that many have complained about. Company directors have been sort of sidelined 
or sidetracked with the um, support that is available out there, especially when um, you know entrepreneurs set up companies and businesses through a limited company. They bear all the risk and rewards. But unfortunately, the only thing that is available to you is the furlough option. So if you've had to stop working completely, then you can claim furlough on your wage, your basic salary, basically, that you put through your payroll, which is not going to be a lot. Um, I understand uh, 80% of that anyway. It really is not going to cover much. But unfortunately, that's the only kind of option out there for company directors and you won't be able to claim on the self-employed scheme because you're not treated as self-employed. You get your income from um, your shares in your business as dividends and PAYE only. We have a question from Tom from Facebook Messenger. Hi there, I'm hearing lots of stories of people I know being laid off. Why are some people who are employed not being furloughed? Do you know why some businesses would do that? Yeah, I mean, it's quite bizarre why um, businesses would do that. But I think some, because obviously they can be furloughed if they were on the payroll. But there are some businesses which, you know, they're seeing how everything is going. They haven't been able to pivot and they don't necessarily see a business you know, that's going to be viable in the future. And many are shutting shop completely. And as a result, they don't want to be claiming anything from the government. Um, If staff are not furloughed, then obviously they can claim universal credit. But it's just another way of claiming. But this is why some businesses are not furloughing. Another thing is some don't actually know how they need to furlough. They haven't had enough information possibly from their accountant or they haven't been able to find enough information online or some just don't understand the guidance. I mean, this is something new for for everyone and for accountants as well. What we're trying to do is digest the guidance that's come out and translate it into plain English for our clients. But, you know, it's difficult for us even. So I can imagine for people who are not I'm specialized in this area uh, or or have an accountancy background, it can be really difficult and really daunting. So they will just opt for, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, I don't want to go into having to answer to the government because when you do put through furlough schemes, you need to make sure that your calculations are as accurate as possible because the government is not going to be handing out money freely and you know everyone's taking advantage and they're not going to investigate. Of course they will. And there are going to be some people which have unfortunately taken advantage and the government will claw that money back. And I'm sure that they will claw it back with interest in terms of penalties. And that scares people. So they will prefer to not get involved at all with any of that. Um, but yeah, I think it it's worth for them to get a lot more guidance from their accountants. But unfortunately, some people do, some don't. We have a question from Thori from Twitter. It says, good morning, Ariana. How do you juggle your academic work and normal work at the same time? <laughs> I ask myself the same question. I have to be honest. I don't know how I've done it. I've just, I was, I've been really determined. So ever since I was young, I guess, um, I would describe myself as not being the the typical girl who wanted to become an actress or a singer or something like that. My dream growing up was I want to be a businesswoman. I want to achieve X, Y, Z. So studying just became a passion. Uh, I saw I had a goal in mind and I've really put my head down and made sure that I got there. It involved a lot of hours 
<laughs> a lot of hours of work, a lot of hours of studies. There was literally blood, sweat and tears, many tears throughout the process. Um, but if you are dedicated and you really do know what you want, anything can be achieved. And when I look back at it now, it is really, you know, it was such a tiring journey, but I've loved every minute of it and I don't think I would have it any other way. And I think all of these, all moments that, you know, there are difficulties and when everything just, you know, gets too much, um, they are really important at building character and making you stronger. I really do believe in what, what hasn't broken you will make you stronger. But yeah, a lot of hours of work, unfortunately, there's not much um, else that you can do other than that. I have a question from Janice from Twitter. It says, hello, we run a pub, so COVID-19 is hitting us especially hard. With that, can we pay less than the government 80% contribution under the furlough agreement? No, unfortunately, with the furlough um, scheme, the government will provide for 80% of the salary. You don't have to pay anything above that. So you don't have to actually get any money out of your own pocket to pay your staff. Um, so you won't have that expense because obviously you're not going to be generating much income at all at the moment. But any money that is claimed from the government must go to the employees. And this must be run through your payroll system as well. So you need to deduct the normal tax and NI from your employees and provide them with the net but one thing that I would say is I don't know whether you you know you have you also serve food at the pub or whether it's just drinks but one way of pivoting for you is to provide takeaways so many businesses are leaving this opportunity at the moment you have no competition so now is your opportunity to really get in there provide takeaways you can advertise yourself on instagram instagram has a feature now where you can advertise local businesses and get the word out that you are providing some takeaways we've had some clients who at this time have had a 33 percent increase in their sales they're a restaurant that they've gone into takeaways now and they had to turn down 200 orders one night which is huge. And the reason for that is there's no one else open. I know myself, if you put yourself in the shoes of a customer, I would love some food from a local Italian restaurant that I have here and called them up. They provide it to us. They brought it, they delivered it to our home. And there's no reason why you can't do the same if obviously you serve food. But I think there are loads of opportunities during this time and businesses need to think positively rather than negatively. I know it's a lot easier just to be negative and think, oh no, what's happened? I don't know if I'm going to be able to trade. But this is your time to think about what are, what are the strengths of your business? What can you capitalize on right now to ensure that you can keep going just that bit longer until we come out of this? Because we will at some point. But at the moment, everyone is in the same boat. So what can you do to be different? We have Elsa from Twitter says, what do you think the high street will look like in three years time? Do you think everyone will recover or will everything look different from now on? I think the high street will look very different. Many people now have been forced onto the online community and many are doing it successfully. For some businesses, they've continued as usual um, just because they've always been online just before this, we saw, I don't know about where other people live, but where I live in my area, the shopping centres and high streets, they were already shutting shop quite a bit, quite a few shops. Each week, there'd be another shop. 
that has closed. So I guess this may have accelerated that. There was one from a story from Primark, which, you know, they they are a store which is not online at all. And they are losing so much money because their only source of income was only ever on the high street. And I think this is something that many businesses are going to learn from. So they've got that back up at least online. But even, you know, sandwich shops or even bakeries are going online now to sell. So I don't foresee this stopping. So there will be a massive change, I think, from what we have or what we had previously. We have a question from Mark from Facebook. It says, I took out a C-bill, which has helped me keep afloat, but I'm now worried about being able to pay it back. What would be the best way to manage my cash flow? I think a lot of people are worried about this um, and a lot of people haven't taken into consideration that this is a loan and are they going to be able to pay it back when they go back into business. You do have 12 months of a repayment holiday, which should help, especially if we're going to be out of this situation um, in the next few months, hopefully. There is, you know, kind of talk that we will be out by July or so. So if that does happen, there will be a few months of difficulty as some people will be too scared to go out. I know some people will be rushing um, to come out, but in that time you'll be able to see, you know, whether business has picked up or not and kind of speak to your accountant then on what expenses you have that you can minimize to help your cash flow and um, ensure that you're going to be able to pay back the loan. We have a, another question from Peter from Facebook says, Hi Ariana, if I have more than one business, can I apply for a bounce back loan for each of them? What's the process? Yes, you can, as long as they're different businesses and they're not connected. You can apply for bounce back loans for each of them. The process is really simple. Um, depending on who you bank with, as long as they're on the list of approved lenders on the British Bank's website, you'll be able to see who the lenders are. You can approach your bank. Many of them um, are you go online on your online banking, log in, and it will give you an option to apply. Others, you don't necessarily need to log in, but it's a yes, no application. Again, it doesn't really take very long at all. And you've got to declare that you will be using this money in order to help your business continue. Don't forget, it's not to pay yourself any dividends, which some people are doing to kind of keep their own personal expenses going. It's for the business only to help it continue. So whether it's you need to buy new equipment, maybe you want to invest in a website to go online. So um, it literally takes five minutes. There is a bank called Starling. It's an online bank. And so that not all bank bank institutions are on approved at the moment for the bounce back loan. Um, so they are offering new bank accounts. And once you've applied, literally once you've got your, your card, which takes a day or two to come, you can apply directly with Starling Bank. Um, but I believe there are others which are doing a similar kind of thing. But definitely look into it. It takes five, 10 minutes. It's not a difficult process and you can apply for each, uh, each account. So unfortunately, we don't have too much time left now. So I'm going to have to wrap up. Please do contact me or my team if you need any help or advice or general guidance. Um, you can email us at info at majorsaccounts.com. You can contact us via our website as well um, by leaving a, your name and number. We're also all over social media and our very own app has its own uh, COVID-19 
dedicated area which you can um, look to for support. If you have any questions, do get in touch with the QB support team on Facebook or reach out to us, as, as I mentioned, via Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn or Twitter. Now, coming up on Ask the Expert on Monday is Carl Reader, one of my colleagues, a serial entrepreneur, a chairman of advisory of business advisory firm DT, and author of three books, and generally nice guy. Um, a reminder that if you need any more advice, join the official Intuit QuickBooks SMB community group on Facebook. Accountants and business experts are on hand. 24-7 to help you out. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great weekend and stay safe.